1: This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we are just getting underway in a new preaching series through the book of Mark. In our second week, Pastor Jim Harris will open up chapter 1 and guide us all the way through verse 1. Well, there are a lot of questions that we need to be able to answer by the time we're through. What is significant about the gospel of Mark? How does it differ from the other three Gospels, and what should we expect to learn as we journey through this book of the Bible? And since it's just one short verse, I'm going to read it to you. The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Why spend one week on this one verse? Well, because it's important that we understand Mark's purpose in writing from the outset. And it's important that we can answer the question, what is the gospel? Well, here is today's slice of the message entitled, Why is Mark Remarkable?
0: Late in his life, Peter wrote this, which we saw when we studied First Peter not too long ago, First Peter 5.13. At the close of that book, Peter says, She who is in Babylon, chosen together with you, sends you greetings, and so does my son Mark. Now, you know from our study of 1 Peter that there are many who think that Babylon was a code word for Rome. I'm not one who thinks that, but uh, that doesn't matter for interpreting the passage. The point that I want you to see is that Mark was part of Peter's team near the end of Peter's life. Uh, There's no explanation, but the fact that Peter especially sends greetings from Mark tells you, that Mark had been involved enough that he was well known in the first century church he doesn't give any explanation of who Mark is just Mark sends his greetings and he calls him my son Mark that's where we get the inference that Mark came to faith under the ministry of Peter and Peter's writing remember to the saints that are scattered around Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Bithynia and Asia so Mark had been pretty well known now we'll come back to the relationship between Peter and Mark but um, there's an intervening chapter of Mark's life that is very significant in his story. We've seen Mark and Peter. Peter has had an influence on Mark for a long time. Now, what about Mark and Paul? Well, we were in Acts chapter 12. If you keep reading, you get to the end of Acts chapter 12, and we're told that Paul and a friend named Barnabas delivered an offering to the Christians in Jerusalem for famine relief. They were in the church in Antioch, uh, a a Gentile church, and and the Gentiles, in showing good faith and compassion toward their Jewish brethren in Christ, they sent this gift to to, to Jerusalem to help them in that time of famine. And they found it useful to take Mark with them. Acts 12.25 And Barnabas and Saul, that's Paul's old name, returned from Jerusalem when they had fulfilled their mission, taking along with them John, who was also called Mark. So Mark helped Paul and Barnabas on this trip to Jerusalem and back. Then you come to Acts 13, and the church at Antioch is sending out the first missionary team specifically to Gentiles. By the way, this is why the ministry in russia that we've been involved with since the birth of heritage bible church is called the antioch initiative because it was the church in antioch that trained equipped supported and sent out missionaries to reach gentile churches to train equip and send out people to reach gentiles that was what they did that's why we chose that name for that ministry paul was the leader of this team and Barnabas was his co-worker. They send them out, and it just says that they sent Paul and Barnabas, but you read down a few verses, and when you get to Acts chapter 13, verse 5, it says, when they reached Salamis, that's a city, it's not the word Salamis, they didn't get there. When they reached Salamis, they began to proclaim the Word of God in the synagogues of the Jews, and they also had John, that's John Mark, as their helper, same guy, not an apostle, not a preacher, but a trusted helper. And this is now the second trip that he's taken with Barnabas and Paul. Ah, but soon there was a problem. You get down to verse 13. and You can have to, you may have to check the 67th or 68th book of your Bible the book of maps look where all these things where all these places are Um, it says now Paul and his companions put out to sea from Paphos and came to Perga in Pamphylia but John left them and returned to Jerusalem we are never told why but Mark turned back Paul and Barnabas completed their trip they mostly went to the region of Galatia and God brought a great harvest of Gentiles to faith in Christ. They, they returned and they reported at Antioch and they, and they wound up having to go to Jerusalem for the Jerusalem council to confront and refute the corrupted false gospel of the Judaizers. And once that was all settled... Paul's batteries were recharged and he was ready to go on another mission to the Gentiles. So skip ahead now to the end of Acts chapter 15, verse 36. After some days, Paul said to Barnabas, Let us return and visit the brethren in every city in which we proclaim the word of the Lord and see how they are. That's how they did the second and third missionary journey. They went to the same places again, but they extended the circle further and further every time. Barnabas, it says, wanted to take John, called Mark, along with them also. They would already done this twice. But Paul kept insisting that they should not take him along who had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not gone with them to the work. And there occurred such a sharp disagreement that they separated from one another and Barnabas took Mark with him and sailed away to Cyprus. Now whatever it was with Mark on that first trip that made him turn back, it was so grievous to Paul that he flat refused to take him again. And, and two pretty strong stalwarts of the faith, Paul and Barnabas, dug in their heels. Uh, we don't have anything in here that tells us Mark had to go home because Mary fell ill. And, and no such thing. It just says he deserted. Maybe he got scared. Maybe he didn't like the food. Maybe, who knows? Well, we know that Barnabas' name means son of encouragement. And that seems to be his character as well. According to Colossians chapter 4 verse 10, we also get the little bit of information that he was the cousin of Mark. So Barnabas wanted Mark so much and Paul didn't want him so much neither one would compromise and they wound up going different directions. It says they had a sharp disagreement. There's even an English word that is a direct transliteration of the Greek word that's translated sharp disagreement. I'll bet you've gone all week long and probably haven't used this word, but it's a, it's a great one. Go look it up in a big honking dictionary somewhere and you'll want to adopt this word. They had a paroxysm. I mean, it even sounds like a sharp disagreement. And what happened? They decided to leave the church. They went on Twitter and slandered each other. No, 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 that's how we would do it. They both kept on serving the Lord. They both kept on preaching the gospel. They both kept on reaching out to Gentiles. And there's a great lesson there in Christians resolving conflicts about things that don't have to do with doctrine. That's another story, however. Barnabas takes Mark with him. Paul then forms a new team. He teams up with Silas, and they're together for the second missionary journey and the third missionary journey. Now, happily, that's not the end of the story. God was at work through all of these things. Mark and Peter have had this relationship for a long time. Mark and Paul had this relationship that turned very painful. So I'm going to call the third part Mark and the Lord, what the Lord was doing through all of this. There are gaps in the story of Mark's life, but there is enough in the New Testament to show that through it all, his heart was right Look what Paul writes about Mark 10 12 years later maybe maybe even more than that in his first Roman imprisonment. I mentioned it a minute ago Colossians chapter 4 verse 10 where it mentions that Barnabas and Mark are cousins. Colossians 4:10 Colossians is written by Paul from jail in Rome. He says Aristarchus my fellow prisoner sends you his greetings and also Barnabas's cousin Mark about whom you received instructions. If he comes to you, welcome him. You see, that paroxysm was not exactly a hidden deal between Paul and Barnabas. And now Mark and Paul are back in the saddle together and Mark is saying, I I told you about this guy. Hang on to him. Welcome him if he comes to you. And he's sending greetings. That means he's there with Paul serving beside him while Paul is in prison. Now, what is it that happened that got Mark to serve alongside the Apostle Paul in Rome? We don't know. But we do know that years after deserting and bitterly disappointing Paul, Mark and Paul were reconciled. And again, the role of Mark isn't flashy. It's just faithful. He's just, he's just there. He's Mark, the helper. Now look at what Paul wrote to Timothy during his second Roman imprisonment. He's still in prison in Rome the first time when the book of Acts ends. We can piece together from the other books from the New Testament that he was released. He traveled a little bit more and then he wound up in Rome again in prison. And this time, he was executed. Chapter 4 of 2 Timothy is the last bit that we know from the pen of the Apostle Paul and he mentions in 2 Timothy... If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.